Hey fellow productivity geek, today's episode is brought to you by Seadoc. Seadoc is a marketplace for healthcare services that provides online appointments, payments, and pre-consultation advice between patients and doctors. If you're a patient who needs to consult with a doctor online or book an appointment in advance, register on their website and download their app today. Seadoc, innovating healthcare. Coming up, Anton and I continue our discussion on delegation. Here we go. Hey, this is Coach Rai. And this is Anton. And you're listening to Shift Forward. Hey, good evening, Anton. How are you? Hey, Ryan. It's been an interesting week so far. We're still in the quarantine period. Yeah. Hopefully, everyone has adjusted and has created some habits. How have you adjusted so far? Well, you know... uh, we we've started doing some other programs training programs for different companies so that has kept me busy and with being stuck at home it's good if you are busy just to kind of get get me distracted right so that's that's been working for me at least how about you anything new at work Good to know. Um, at work, uh, there's a lot of things. First of all, I tried doing online training for the first time. Oh, and okay. it, it's not that easy as when doing face-to-face or in the classroom. And it's <laughs> certainly an adjustment. But similar to other things that when you try using or doing it for the first time, there will be adjustments. But oh, yeah. um, so far, I, I try to make that adjustment as easy as possible for me because it's something that I need to learn. So, yeah, uh, I, mean, I think I'm it's definitely adapting. a different thing, right? It's diff- definitely different from face-to-face training. Um, just the reaction time that you get from people, <laughs> it, it's certainly yeah. a challenge. It's it feels like you're doing a monologue for most of the time <laughs> and then trying to use the emojis. And you're always asking them to, you know, uh yeah, yeah but, so what's your reaction? Uh type in the chat box or something. <laughs> yeah, how are you feeling today? Like the mood meter. Yeah, yeah. But you know, um hopefully others are also starting to have their new norms and uh, not just new norms, but building new muscles or new skills like like what you're doing with the online training. So um, hopefully that's yes. starting to happen. Yes, that's very important that um, people adapt to the yeah. new reality because um, this reality might be longer than the one we expected, <laughs> but I hope we're able to adapt to it. Right, right, yeah. So for this episode, what are we going to talk about? We're talking about delegation. Delegation, yeah, yeah. We did touch on that last last episode, and I think we kind of mentioned that we wanted to talk about that. So let's start with you know just the definition of the delegation first. What? How do you define delegation? Dictionary meaning is it's essentially entrusting something or or a task to another person. Typically, someone who is lesser skilled than yourself. Mm, Okay. But for me, it's more of how you make yourself more productive through other people. Uh, That's as mm. basic as I want to define delegation. Right. That's interesting. So how to make yourself more productive by using other people? 
or through other people or through not other the people. term using yeah yeah using is not a good term but no <laughs> um i think I, i like the dictionary meaning just because of how you you say you said that it's about typically assigning uh, a task to a lesser skilled person and that i think that means that for you to delegate properly uh, you have to be skilled enough to actually do it it's not passing work that you yourself cannot do right because exactly. sometimes that can happen right <laughs> and most of the time that's how people know delegate it's <laughs> passing a work that you do not like to do or you you fear that you won't be able to do to other people so that you can pass on the blame as well to them. Right, right, right. Yeah, look, cuz that's definitely um something that I'm very familiar with like some people would say, "No, I'll just delegate this because this is not something um I I'm good at." And automatic they they assign that to somebody even if they don't know if that other person is good at it also. So, you said it's uh, to make yourself more productive, but any other reason why we should be delegating? So why do we need to delegate? It's essentially as much as you want to do everything within a period of time. We have to be realistic and mm. admit to ourselves that sometimes we can't do everything on our own. Right, yeah, yeah. Mhm. Definitely. That's I mean, why I I think sometimes we want to be superheroes and you know try to do everything and kill ourselves in the process instead of just delegating. Yeah, and so- sometimes even though you were able to do all those things by yourself and then at the end of the day you feel that the burnout rather than instead of feeling a sense of accomplishment because you were too tired the Exhaustion. the stress mm-hmm. yeah gets to you and you feel exhausted you feel burned out that's why sometimes you have to be wiser you have to be smart right. that there are things there are other people who are there or who are around you that are able to do something for you as long as you properly delegate it to them right right yeah no i i like that i, I think it's it's the making sure you make the best use of your time and it's it's not just the default especially if you're you're coming from an individual contributor role uh the default is i'll do it myself instead of um looking at am i making the best use of my time is this the best use of my time and that's really it right yes exactly ryan to the point that you are the one who is accountable for mm. that but you're not going to pass the accountability of that task that you're going to delegate it's more of your trying to leverage the responsibility to another people but the accountability remains under you right so at, at the end of the day the buck stops with you it, it yeah. just because you delegated it to somebody doesn't mean you lose accountability i think that's that's very important yes and yeah. other people tend to tend to agree that you also transfer the accountability but no um the reason <laughs> why it's a task that you're supposed to do it's right. because you are accountable for that task yes and yes. that's why you're accountable but if if at the same time you try delegating it the responsibility you're transferring to another person but the accountability remains to 
remains under you. Right, right. And and I think one, you know, just to add to this with, with why we want to delegate is also, um, especially I think if you are a people manager, if you're leading a team, it the, the reason for you to delegate would be to build up the skills of the other person. Like like you mentioned, usually it's you delegate to somebody with lesser skills and that's why you delegate also because you want to slowly have them slowly build up the skills, right? It's, yes. it's, not, it's not a matter of, you know, sometimes people want to be indispensable. I, I, I don't really get that. <laughs> I think you have to empower other people to be doing these things. Yes, and essentially delegation can also help develop other people. Um, it was good right. to mention right. that you were uh, referencing something to a people manager who's trying to delegate a task to someone mm. or a team member who most of the time has lesser skills than the team manager. Right. But right. it's essentially a, also a way to develop team mm. members. We might not get to that level where we're very much comfortable with delegating something, but uh, we need to see to it that we can identify ways how to delegate tasks mm-hmm. For the for people to be developing. So um, I guess let's get get to specifics uh, when it comes to delegation. Are there any particular task or type of tasks um, or responsible responsibilities that you should delegate? Like, are there what kind of things or tasks should we be delegating? Yeah, if you are a team manager at work, let's let's start first with the office or work scenario. Yes. If you are a manager at work. Some things that you can delegate, uh, for example, are reserving a meeting room or scheduling a meeting, okay. team meeting for the team. It's very simple, but it teaches team members how to plan, how to communicate if you're trying to book a meeting room, and then how to organize right. an event. Yeah, it's very simple. Uh-huh. That sounds really simple, but if you think about it, there's a lot of logistics involved about talking to the facilities, even talking to or coordinating with other attendees. Especially like, for for the mm-hmm. schedule, not everyone will be able to attend, especially if this is a big meeting. But in terms of communicating to the people, okay, are you free at this time? If not, then when? Right. It's very basic, but it's very challenging if mm-hmm. if you are, you're having a meeting. Other than scheduling a meeting or an event, it's also delegating a task that you're currently owning. Let's say, for example, there was an emergency meeting and you're supposed to do that task and then uh, complete it by, let's say, after an hour. Mm-hmm. But you have to leave and then... You have to say specific instructions to someone to appear, a teammate, and then tell him or her how the work should be done. I mean, your teammate is trained to do that um, task, but there's a specific action that you're doing for you to be able to complete that task Mm. as expected by your stakeholders. Um, as much as you want to own the task, it's sometimes a deterrent when you try to delegate because you try to force fit all the things into a shorter period of time. But okay. delegating that task is essentially trying to be clear on what needs to mm. be done, when should it be done, 
Wait, hold on. So what, what we're saying here is if if these emergencies come in, don't try to kill yourself trying to do still trying to do everything, right? That's the, that's the point. I think sometimes it's so hard to say no, so we try we end up killing ourselves. <laughs> and and what you're saying here is no, um find a way if if you really can't say it's either you you don't go to that emergency meeting or you you go to that emergency meeting but tell whoever that you're going to delegate this other task instead right that that's yes. what we're trying to say here okay yeah it's very important since sometimes um our boss tends to tell us to do a lot of things and then of course it's a boss yeah 99% of the time we say yes <laughs> the other 1% we negotiate but um try to think of um other ways to do something that people mm -hmm. will be able to do yeah. it for you instead right. of you yep. so that um, you're able to maximize your time and at the same time um, be able to deliver your commitment for the yeah. day so we're actually going into uh, you know not just the what to delegate like you, you said simple things um, but now we're talking about when to delegate right if there are emergencies um, apart from emergencies when would be the best time to delegate when you're trying to develop someone oh, or okay. when you try to when you're seeing that someone has the ability to do the task at mm. hand you try to leverage that skill in terms of how is it going to be applied on a wider scale let's right. say uh, organizing an event again let's say it's a it's a year end party so when you see someone who's very vocal and very organized in terms of um, the way of working, then you can try to expand that, and okay. then it's it's a, essentially an unpacking that skill right. to for for the person to flourish and then showcase yeah. what he can do. Yeah. To yeah. So it's it's pretty much having that ability to see what does this person you know what. Where is the potential of this person? Where's the possible strength of this this person? And finding ways to make use of that or to to develop that even further. That's that's really how we we should go, right? Um, so I think I think there. So it's um, emergencies where you have to delegate, <laughs> and but also there are times that no, it's not an emergency. I could do it myself, but I see there's potential here. Let's let's develop this. So that's what we're saying here, right? Yes, uh, you have you have to do that as a manager as well as a peer or a leader within the organization for your organization to be more flexible and then yeah. be able to deliver in other areas because you might be measured in terms of your KPIs or your work performance, but you also have to be able to do those um, things for people to be able to gain uh, intrinsic um, development. Right. Yeah. The intrinsic development are the ones that um, come from within of the within or inside the people. I I think just to add, in order for a leader to be able to delegate properly, the leader also has to have. A certain kind of um, security or with himself like a uh, confidence because I've seen cases where a leader is a, does not want to delegate because they're afraid of losing control or seeing the, your 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 people do 
better work than you at some point. So <laughs> I, I think there, there, it, it can happen, right? Where um, they don't want to delegate just because of those insecurities. Um, unfortunately, that's the truth. It can happen. So that's something to be, <laughs> I guess, aware of. Yes. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's some something that. Are, are you um, remembering anybody? <laughs> so I'm not just kidding. Yeah. Go ahead. Actually, actually, a scenario came to mind while you, <laughs> while you were saying something. So it's it's not actually a straight through process um, mm-hmm. when 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 it comes to delegation. It's a step by step process wherein, as someone who's delegating, you have to be mindful and know the things that need to be delegated and when to delegate and then how to delegate so when i hand over your responsibility to someone it's more of like why do you delegate that task Mm, okay then when are you going to delegate it and how all right it's also the aspect of whom do you delegate Mm -hmm. so so you mean those are the steps that we have to, you know, not the steps, that the questions that we have to ask ourselves also when we're delegating, right? So you're saying before I, I delegate something, I have to also ask the question, why am I delegating this particular task? Will, will Basically, will this help me and the other person? Is is that, you know, kind of the, pretty much how we should be considering? Yes, exactly. Um, That's essentially... Th- um, the point of um delegation it's mm. someone who's delegating for him or her to be able to do the task but doing the task um the task that is being done is by another person mm. so that the other person who's doing the task is able to accomplish something right in lieu of or in yeah. behalf of the yeah. person who delegated to him right. or her. Which it makes it a win-win situation because the person, the the one who delegated, um, accomplished something so the accountability is intact while the one who's responsible for the task um, yeah. feels the sense of accomplishment. It's like uh, multiplying two sense of, of accomplishment um, Oh, having two people feel that sense of accomplishment. I, I like that. I like that. So there has to be a purpose in delegating. And again, we go back to what you initially said earlier. We should not be delegating just to get it out of our hands. Um, of, of course, unless there's an emergency. Because if that's the case, then the other person really does not get any satisfaction but from that, right? But just feels like you're dumping it on them. So any other steps that, you know, as far as how do you delegate, what other steps should I take? Okay, first is I should understand why I'm doing this. What's the other steps? It's also how you're okay. going to do it. And before you're able to identify the how you're doing or you're going to do that, you should have to have a, an introspection or the things that are running through your mind. So mm-hmm. You're able to identify how am I going to delegate because the how essential point you to the specific things that you need to say to the person that you're going to delegate the task mm. it's very hard for some people to let go of a task go. that they've been doing mm-hmm. for the past year or more yeah. than a year and you have to be able to 
identify what are the things that you need to do and how are you going to do it so that it's it makes it clear from that person who's going to do the task what is expected from him um when is it going to be out and then how to do it so so i guess what you're saying here is you know of of course like you mentioned one of the, the things we have to do is um understand who we're delegating to and and that's uh, that's very subjective, I guess. That's that it takes a lot of um, awareness of the leader to understand who's the best person for this. But in terms of how, um, you know, I think there's a there's a, a a lot of discussion here whether when when you delegate something, um, do you, for example, just explain the outcome, or are we going, you know, step by step into the the task? You know, whenever people have asked me this, right? Like, how, do do I give them the specifics of how to do this these tasks? Um, I think my my answer has always been, you know, going back to the the concept, the idea of situational leadership. At least for me, I don't know how it is with you, but because for me, it's if you know the person you're delegating to, you know if that person is ready to just hear the outcome that you want, or do they need the breakdown of the step-by-step of that task. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, actually right, Ryan, because um, it's essentially that person that you're going to delegate to. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the same time, as much as you want to be productive with the help of other people, you also need to know that they're able to help you. Yes, because if uh-huh. it's not, then that's that's a sign or a trigger for you that, okay, you need to stop delegating. Right. Uh, especially for someone who's very good at their job. Let's say, for example, a performer. It's natural that the manager will uh, want more from the high performer because he's performing very well. But again, going back to there will always be 60 seconds within a minute, 60 minutes within the hour, and then uh, 24 hours within the day. There's only so much you can do within the amount of time that you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the work day. But you might feel the pressure to overwork if you're not able to identify the things that you can delegate and who are the people that you can delegate these tasks because it it will... make you unhappy and mm-hmm. stressed out by thinking through about there are a lot of things i used to do 20 tasks uh in i in my nine hour work shift right now it's going to be 40. but in essence is it really you that who's going to do those 40 yeah. tasks who needs to do all those I, 40 tasks yes yeah yeah or Definitely. are there other people Right. who can do those tasks but i think at this point you know um and i've seen this happen as well leaders just be also conscious of all the things that you're delegating right because I, I this just came to mind because you mentioned you know how you you as leaders are looking for that high performer right and unfortunately sometimes there is a there is that um tendency to over delegate to a specific person just because they are the 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 high performer right and again th- so the the problem becomes similar to what we have like if if you are delegating because you are too loaded 
and you can't say no to your boss. But what if the person you're delegating the, so it, it can become a problem? Does that does that make sense? Because <laughs> actually that. yes, it's it's like a cyclical thing in a negative right. way, wherein everyone is delegating, but everyone will look like a headless chicken running uh-huh. running around the farm, <laughs> like every trying to do something. But when you look at it from a bigger picture picture everyone else is doing something but not leading into right, the right. goal or mm-hmm. to that purpose so that that's why instead of um, having a concrete and tangible valuable output mm-hmm. then the output that you're doing or the the result is not in line with what you want to have or what right. is expected right. from the cost by the customers mm-hmm. or your stakeholders Okay, so we, we talked about one is, you know, understanding who to delegate, understanding kind of when to delegate that's either to develop or when you're really over, you're overbooked or full. Um, we talked about how to delegate, right? That is um, understanding the, I guess, the level of detail that we need to give somebody. Anything else that we need to kind of think about when we're delegating something? Basically, when we try to think of delegation, we have to keep, always keep in mind that we will be more productive by delegating to other people rather than doing everything because right. we try to become our super self. Great. So I, I think that's uh, that's a great mentality to have because it really it allows us to open our 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 eyes on what things we can actually give out and delegate um so having that mentality is very important otherwise you know we we really just end up thinking of it as an afterthought rather than a a tool that we can use to become more productive um for me just uh other things to consider when delegating right is um the understanding of your people are they responsible enough to do the tasks? Are they mature enough to do the tasks? And also something to consider is what if the delegation fails? You have to be ready if that fails. Okay. In fact, I tell people this. Don't delegate things that are really critical. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's expand the discussion about the accountability and responsibility. All right. Yeah. Because some people really believe that when you delegate, you also transfer that accountability. But for for me, and let me know if you agree with me, uh, that test in terms of accountability and responsibility is when the task that was delegated failed, then whose accountability <laughs> is it? I guess there are two scenarios here, right? There are tasks where that's handed down to you so you are accountable to somebody for that task if you decide to delegate it the whoever gave that task to you it's still your face you cannot put blame somebody else right now there might be tasks that are not directly seen outside of your um, team so that one you know you can also kind of delegate sort of delegate the accountability but um, in truth, however, 
others will, you know, others external to you will see it will still be you because you are still the leader. You are still the owner of this task. So that's at least the way I see it. Okay. So essentially, delegation is a partnership between the owner of the task and the person where the task was delegated like to. Partnership. Yeah, I like that. Because if the task fails, then the responsibility fails and then you're accountable for that failure if you're the one who's delegating. So look at delegation as a partnership between two or more individuals seeking the result or an end result that is successful or accomplishing something uh, mm-hmm. accomplishing a goal right because at the end of the day it's either a win or a loss okay so I, I, yeah so i like that delegation is a partnership that means you have to be coordinating to make sure that um, there is no failure so i really love that delegation is a partnership thanks again for listening to shift forward this is coach Rai with Adon. And if you have any questions for us, please do leave a message through Anchor or you can always send us an email at hello at shift-forward.com. That's hello at shift-forward.com. Thanks and talk to you again soon.